Hello, this is Daniel Orton, pastor of Harvest House United Pentecostal Church in Marion, Kentucky. It is our desire to see hurting hearts and minds healed as they are born again into the kingdom of God. It is my desire that this podcast will be a blessing to you and help bring you closer to Jesus. He knows what he's doing. We don't always understand it, but he knows what he's doing. And I'm thankful you're in the house of God today. I know there's some that's sick today, don't feel good. You're, uh, you pushed yourself through, and here you are. There's some that's back that's not been able to be here or not been here in a while. We're glad that you're back today. And um, I do believe that the Lord has something special for us today. I am nothing. I understand that completely, and I'm nobody. And I figure that out more and more every day. But um, we love you to death, sweetie. But I, I have a, a verse today that I want to share with you. It's found in 1 Corinthians 15, two verses, 15, 51, and 52. Um, I don't think I'll be real long today. But I do want and hope that you will connect with me today. As yesterday, as I was listening to a sermon on Brother Aaron Bounds' podcast, um, he had a missionary that is out of his church to Vietnam. Um, Brother Barsati is his name. He, um, he about died in the middle of COVID, and God touched his body and healed him but as he began to preach he used these exact same verses as his text i was mowing my yard um and all of a sudden the lord took me on a little journey in my mind's eye of this message that i feel like i want to share with everyone here today so if you're able to stand we'd like you to stand um for the reading of the word today Behold, I show you a mystery. Everybody say a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment. Everybody say in a moment. In the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Today, for a few moments, I'm going to be talking about living for the moment. I'm going to be talking about living for the moment. Lord, I ask you to help us here today, God. Touch every life, every heart, every soul. Lord, I know I'm nothing without you. I'm nobody. But I'm asking you right now that you would help me to help someone. Lord, I pray that you would help me to share with this congregation the way that you shared this with me and I pray that somebody will leave this building changed in the mighty name of Jesus church say amen amen amen, amen. what does it mean to live for the moment when you search the phrase on Google Nearly every definition means this. To focus on pleasures one can have in the present without concern for the consequences one may face in the future. 
are to concentrate on the present with little or no concern for the future. Our generation that we're living in, this generation right now, the theme seems to be do what you want to do and live for the moment that you are in. Moment means, the word moment means a particular interval of time that is limited and often crucial. It's limited and often crucial. I do realize that our lives are made up of moments and what we do with those moments is very, very important. Has anybody here today ever felt like you had your moment? Whether it be a good moment or a bad moment? I've talked about moments before and I mentioned this and she just walked out the door to take care of something, Sister Cheryl, but her moment, her big moment came several years ago. You probably heard me tell this while we were at the Great Smoky Mountains. We were on the bumper boats. She was with Jake and I was with Bethany. And as we got up to dock and get out, she was concerned that she may, uh, she had a skirt on, she was concerned that she may show uh, some anatomy of her body, so she was trying to protect that area and keep it closed. And in the process, she fell out of the boat. And Jakin goes across, he's probably five, maybe six, and he goes across, if you've ever been a bumper boat, basically it has the motor on it, and, and you're using that, uh, that, that uh, motor as your uh, guide along through there. So it turned sideways and went out across the middle of the water that we were there with, doing this number, spinning with Jakin in it, and the whole entire time, Jacob was screaming, Mama, get back in the boat! Mama, get back in the boat! Mama, get back in the boat! <laughs> of course, the water's not real deep, so uh, Sister Cheryl got a hold of Jacob and pulled him back over there, and um, they helped her out of, the, out of the water. Me and the other guys helped her out of, the moment, out of the water. But at that moment, when she stepped out of the water, all of a sudden, the entire people that was watching started this number. <laughs> yeah! All right! <laughs> begin to clap and cheer for her because that was her great moment and I'll never forget somebody said if you'd had that on video camera you probably could have won ten thousand dollars with America's Funniest Home Videos yeah I might have could but I didn't have one at that time now if it was in this generation I might have had my phone and I could have pulled it out and I would have been videoing her and this is what we do now. Everybody is constantly whipping their phone out and taking pictures and trying to catch the moment. We have a camera that we take pictures. I know some of you young people, uh, I, I do hope that you take care of Jacob's camera when you're using it uh, and, and taking pictures. But um, there, a lot of you guys catch great moments. Jacob's caught some great ones. Uh, um, and... Uh, Taylor's come show me a picture a second ago that she had taken uh, of Corbin with my broken glasses and, and as cute as it can be. And, and, and there's all kinds of times that we've had. And unfortunately, a lot of times we're more focused on capturing the moment than living in the moment. And this is what our generation seems to be all about. And that is this selfie generation. 
Our phones are letting everyone see our moments. Whether you're at the restaurant and you're taking a picture of your food after you positioned it all in the right spot and got it in the right moment and, and all of a sudden you want to take a picture and let everybody know, I'm eating this right now at this moment. Don't you wish you were in the moment that I'm in? Or whether it's you and your friends together and you're, you're, you're somehow taking pictures and, and you're taking a picture of yourself and in that moment and you want everybody to know, oh, this is my great moment because we're living for that moment that, that everybody can uh, be excited for you and, and, and cheer you on like they was Sister Cheryl after she fell out of that boat. and, and, and le- <laughs> She wasn't in here. She didn't get to hear me tell the story. So <laughs> she lived it. <laughs> Cheering you on for that moment. But she said, that wasn't our big moment, right? No, that wasn't a good Let me see your. Mine's recording. Let me see yours. Come on, how many times do you see people? They're doing this. How many times have you done that? Now, how about this? How many times have you seen people? You've seen the caption on, on a, a news headline or something or other. That moment they took their last picture before they died. How many times have you seen that on social media or, or some kind of news outlet that, that so-and-so, we captured the last moment of their life before they died because they were so infatuated with the fact that they wanted to catch that moment and live for that immediate moment. They wasn't worried about the future. They weren't worried about what may happen to them or may not happen to them. All they were worried about at that time was I just want to catch this moment because I am living for the moment. And today, I come to this Bible stand to bring to us a moment that I pray that may change somebody's life forever. It's not a moment that may bring you thousands or even millions of likes on social media or YouTube. But who would be honest with me today? There's everyone, nearly everyone in here today, I would dare say, you posted a video or you posted a picture that you, in your mind, somehow was hoping and inside of your mind thinking, I'm hoping this will be the picture or I'm hoping this will be the video that will garner me all the likes and all, all the shares that I can get to be able to make me famous in that moment because I'm living for the moment. But what we got to understand today, God has got a moment for somebody here today that can change your entire life. Come on, hear me today. God has a moment for somebody here today that can change your entire life. God has a moment here today that wants to change your family tree, that wants to change, hallelujah, the way that you look at life, that wants to change. God has got something for everyone here today, hallelujah. And we, I understand we all are living, seem like, for the moment, but we can't be so infatuated for this present moment that we forget about something that's out in the future because God hallelujah has some moments that he is particular about too amen Amen. God's got some moments that he's particular thinking about too Amen. amen three of them had a moment Friday night when we baptized them in the name of Jesus Christ amen 
There's some of you, I remember baptizing you or watching somebody else baptize you in the name of Jesus. That was a moment for eternity that's going to change your life. I remember when somebody received the gift of the Holy Ghost or when you got a revelation of what God was doing in your life. That was your moment. I remember the first moment you walked through the house of God. Says Tammy, I remember the moment you walked through the little storefront building down there and, and, and uh, on Gun Street and you changed our church forever for good, huh? Amen. And she come in and she says, hey, can, can you sing that song? Can you sing that song? Open the eyes. I'm all, I can't sing it. I can't play that song. I can't sing it. I don't even know how to do that. But that moment changed me because it made me step out of my box and learn how to sing and play that song so Tammy can play and sing it with me. God has his moments for us in our life. Amen. Amen. Everybody say the moment. Today, God has a moment for somebody here. Jenna just made, she just, she done, took care of one of the moments, just seen, I seen her. She's taking a picture. <laughs> See, you think I'm just an old man, don't watch, I'm watching. Thank you, I'm not. <laughs> but we're living for the moment. Try 51. Listen to me today. And a grandkid, don't forget that. <laughs> Hear me. I come, I feel like for a mandate for somebody here today. There's a moment here today that God has got prepared for everyone in this building that's going to change our lives. But David, I, I want it to be a moment that God touches your body and heals you. Sister Lisa, I want it to be a moment that God touches you right now. And you leave here not feeling bad and sick. I want that moment where we can, we can uh, uh, go back and, and, and Brother Clark says, look, at, at 1.30 something changed in my body. Amen. Because it's, it's at that moment right now that then God can touch. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Living for the moment. We got a generation. I know there's a bunch of kids last night went to prom and, 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 and they had their special shining moment whether it be a, 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 a taking the pictures or on the dance floor or, or whatever may be the case. I, I'm sure they had all kinds of moments and they and enjoyed it. But I'm telling you today, there's a moment for somebody here today and we need to let, embrace that and realize, praise God, that God wants to touch somebody because God is in this house today. He's here to heal. He's here to save. He's He's here to deliver. He's here to set you free. He's here to change your world, to change your life. And we've got to embrace the moment that we're living in and live, realize that we're living for the moment. We need some people in here today that would be like blind Bartimaeus in the book of Mark. We, we read about it, Mark 10, 46 through 42. If you those who take notes, you can write it down. I'm not going to read it. But blind Bartimaeus, the Bible says that he's laying by the wayside. He was a beggar. He couldn't see. People had to bring him food. He couldn't go out for himself for it. But all of a sudden, he heard that Jesus was coming. He heard that Jesus was passing by. And he would not let that moment pass him by. And he sees that moment, Sister Penny 
And all of a sudden, he began to cry out, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And as Jesus began to pass by, people began to tell him to shut up. Keep your mouth shut. Don't see anything. But the Bible says he would not let somebody else destroy his moment in God. He knew that there was a moment that he was needing from the king. He knew there was a moment that he was needing from Jesus. So he began to cry out that much louder and say, Now, son of David, have mercy on me. What somebody needs you to do here today is be like blind Bartimaeus and begin to cry out and say, God, I need you. God, I need you. Hallelujah. Some are sitting here today living for the moment that I will shut up so you can leave. Living for a moment that I would keep my mouth shut and you can go eat your pizza and you can go do something else. Some are sleeping through the moment like he is sitting back here on the back seat and some are just hoping that I can just get out of here. But I come to tell you today, God has sent me to this place today to give you a point of reference that you may not ever forget in your life. There's a moment God wants to heal you. God wants to touch you. God wants to set you free out of your depression. God wants to set you free from your dilemma. God wants to heal you in every aspect and every way of life but this is a moment that somebody has to say I'm like blind Bartimaeus and I will not let this moment pass me by thou son of David have mercy on me have mercy on me I know we live in this generation we have some people that lives in a perpetual bad moment you're not going to bring them out of it. It doesn't matter. You can encourage. You can give them Bible verses. You can, you can tell them how great and how awesome they are. And perpetually they live in that bad moment. I'm not coming out of it. They are living for the moment. But I don't know what kind of moment that may be. I, I'm sorry. I know some of you have been there. My wife has been in that place and she's dealt with that kind of thing. But my brain don't work that way. And I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be insensitive today. But I do know a God. It doesn't matter what you've been through. He's able to set us free. It may not happen in a moment's time. But it can happen through many moments that we begin to give to God. And say, God, I'm going to give myself to you. And each and every moment of our life, we begin to live for that moment when God is going to deliver us today. Because I know that there's a God today, hallelujah, that wants to turn somebody and I'm asking for us to refuse to let a bad moment mess up a day of our life anymore hallelujah like Rex Johnson says I refuse to let a flat tire on life's highway cause me to have a bad day the psalmist said Psalms 118 24 this is a day the Lord has made we will rejoice and be glad in hallelujah oh come on we had that moment today Thank you, Sister Lisa, for pushing on and coming to the house of God anyway. And I'm expecting God to touch you. Oh, somebody says, oh, but, but because I was, she was late today, it doesn't matter. She pushed through it, pushed through her moment and got some people to the house of God today. You pushed through the moment and you got to the house of God today. And because of that, God created a moment in this place when we had a void in a situation and people begin to find a place and seek the face of God. And we don't know what God's going to do with this moment that we had. It wasn't what we thought. It didn't work like we thought it was going to work. But I was listening to Brother Barsani. There's something he said. God don't need everything to be perfect for him to do a miracle. He can do it in a moment's time. He can do it in an instant. You ain't got to want to be healed. And God can still heal you. 
because God works in the same moments that we're living for but he works in a different way than we think we're thinking the bad part of it but God's thinking if I can just get your mind for a moment that's enough time for me to heal you if I can just get your attention for a moment that's all I need to deliver you and to set you free praise God come on quit living for your big moment that says oh I'm just going to be a star I'm going to bundle up everybody's going to know who I am and everybody's going to know me I'm going to be famous All of that stuff fades away and all of that stuff goes by the wayside. Uh, but God is just as much God on your good day as He is in your bad day. Yeah. God is just as much God in the good day as He is for the bad day. Don't just be living for that moment when when you're just going to, uh, uh, all this world is going to be fixed. Don't be just living for that moment when everybody's going to know your name or, or live from that moment that, that you're constantly looking for the next bad thing to happen in your life. And oh, come on. Philippians said it well. Philippians 4 and 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. I would to God that we could get an expectation that is looking at every moment of life as expecting something good to come out of that moment hallelujah I wish to God we can live with an expectation that says even in the midst of the horseman here I'm living in there's got to be a pony somewhere in the middle of this and I can ride out of my situation I wish to God that somebody would quit looking at the thorns and realize that the rose on the other side of that bush hallelujah I wish somebody would rise up and realize hallelujah I'm expecting God to do something good today hallelujah if we have a flat tire expect that God's going to have us on with somebody or keep us from something come on we need to realize today that God hallelujah has a moment for us in every moment of life good or bad is leading us to the ultimate moment of life Luke 3 and 15 it said and as the people were in expectation all men mused in their hearts of John whether he was Christ or not amen all of a sudden John the Baptist came out of the wilderness Sister Chastity had camel's hair on. The Bible said he was eating wild. He's eating honey, wild locusts, wild honey, a wild man. But all of a sudden he began to preach to them. They had been captured by the Roman empire they were in bondage and they were bound by the David but all of a sudden they begin to muse in their heart could this be the moment that our captivity is set free could John the Baptist be hallelujah could he be our Messiah guess what he was not their Messiah but he was the one the one that didn't look like anything else in the world he didn't look like anything they were used to he didn't look like their normal world but John the Baptist brought something in to the world he, he, he was a forerunner to Jesus Christ but they were expecting it they were musing in their hearts saying is he they had an expectation oh it didn't look like they thought it was going to look like but they heard something that didn't sound like anything else that sound they heard before and in their hearts they were thinking this could be it this could be what we're looking for and they were pregnant with expectation of the deliverance in the world even though John the Baptist was not it Jesus became hallelujah he was the fourth John the Baptist was the forerunner but Jesus what's coming and what we need to see today is it may not look like you think it's going to look but if we'll have expectation that God's going to bring deliverance to our life it may not be it may not be what we think it is yeah. 
But if we could live for the moment that God is trying to bring us to. And today, I believe that's what God wants. That every time we come to church, we need to come expecting. We need to come pregnant with expectation of what is going to happen in our church service. Come on, come in here every time. That's why it's so important to be at the house of God every chance that you can. Because in the house of God is designed for us to come together and worship the Lord. And we begin to worship God. In that moment, anything can happen. People can be set free. People can be delivered from alcohol and drugs and abuses and things in their life. People can be delivered from, from all kinds of things when we're in the house of God. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, hear me today. Oh, God, has He wants us to have an expectation for what's going to happen in each church service, hallelujah, and live for the moment of God's deliverance to this world, hallelujah. Oh, come on, pastor, I I don't know, life's just so hard, I I just need my one shining moment to make me feel better. That's what we want, we want my one shining moment. One shining moment. Every year when the NCAA basketball championship is won. After the game is over, if you're watching it on television, they begin to sing that song, One Shining Moment. And they show all the moments that led them up to that spot to where they won the championship. One shining moment. And the truth of the matter is, it's not one shining moment. It's a lot of moments that brought them to that place. But what they were really looking for was that one shining moment. But that one shining moment cannot happen with a lot, without a lot of other moments. You know what moments I'm talking about? It's that moment when you go to the house of God when you don't feel like going, but you go ahead and get ready and you make your way to the house of God. It's when you don't feel like driving a bus because you you feel a little sick and you feel like you got a little fever. You, you run downstairs and, and up chuck just a little bit, but you go ahead and push and get some people to the house of God anyway. Oh, your back hurts so bad that you uh, feel like you got to lay over in a pew for a little while just to get comfort. You're not comfortable there, but you push through that moment. It's when you get up a little bit extra early in the morning and you decide I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up and pray today because I need a moment with God. It's when you open your Bible up and you decide I'm going to read my word today. Oh, it's so easy to get zone out on Facebook or Netflix and all this kind of stuff, but it's the moments, Brother Jimmy, when you say, okay, Pastor, I'll go ahead and do that today. And, and in your awkwardness and the uncomfortableness, you go ahead and say, hey, we're going to take the offering up. And you just begin to read the, uh, have people start with an offering prayer. It's those little moments when, when you go ahead and you pray when you don't feel like it. And you read when you don't feel like it. You pray for that individual at, at Walmart when you don't feel like it. And you worship when you don't feel like it. It's all these little moments that lead us to that one shining moment. It didn't happen on that basketball court on that championship day. It started when they was five years old shooting 500 free throws in their backyard in a homemade hoop somewhere. It started, hallelujah, when everybody else was doing their thing, they made their mind up. I'm going to practice. I'm going to try my best to be what I need to be in basketball. That's what's going to happen with us. It's our one shining moment. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. 
I'm just going to be just a few more minutes here today. And I'm going to give us a moment. And if you will let God in this moment, if you'll clear your mind and your heart, somebody can be healed. Somebody can be delivered. Somebody can be set free. Lives can be changed. Destinies can be changed. Your whole mentality can be changed. Yes, life is hard. Ralph Waldo Emerson said it very well, though. He said, life is a journey. It is not a destination. This life is not our destination. And this is why so many get, have a problem with living for the moment. They're living for the moment that God can give them a new car. God can give them a spouse. And God can give them this. And God can give them that in this world. But it's not about this world. This life, hallelujah, it is not the destination. This life is a journey that's going to take us to our destination, to our real shining moment. Emily Dickerson said this, forever is composed of nows. Yes. Forever is composed of nows. What am I going to do right now? What am I going to do with the gospel right now? What am I going to do with what Brother Orton's preaching to me right now? What am I going to do with that Bible laying on my end table? What am I going to do with that free space of time when we thought we was going to start church at 12 and we started at 12.30? We're going to pray until it's time to have, have, to God, have church. Hallelujah. What are we going to do? Forever is composed of nows. If you want to live in now, just throw the now. And only for what you can get now, not worrying about tomorrow, you're missing the moment. Amen. Charles Schultz, the writer of, of, of uh, Charlie Brown, right? Yeah. Peanuts. He said, learn from yesterday, live for today, look to tomorrow, and rest this afternoon. Wow. Henry David Thoreau said it this way, you must live in the present, launch yourself on every wave, find your eternity in each moment. Hear me today. We've got to understand that every moment of life, listen to me, everyone that's in here today, every moment of life is hinged on every moment of life. Amen. That's right. Amen. This life is hinged on every moment of life, eternity. What you do with this moment today in the house of God. What you do in that moment when you could, you're choosing between praying and reading uh, the word of God versus uh, just hanging out and doing this. You're choosing between going to the house of God and going fishing. Going to the house of God or sleeping in that day. Or going to the house of God and just doing nothing. Between witnessing to that person or fussing at that person. Oh, come on. Between being nice to that person or, or mistreating that person. Everything. We've got to understand that every moment of life is hinged on it eternity. Amen. Everything we do in life is the moments that lead us to our one shining moment of time. Yes, yes. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verses 8 and 9 Paul said this to the Corinthian churches we're troubled on every side yet not distressed. We are perplexed but not in despair. Persecuted but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. If you jump on down to verse 16, he really puts in perspective what I'm talking about here today. He said, for which we... For which cause we faint not, but though in our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Everybody say day by day. You know what else? You know another way we could say that? Our inward man is renewed moment by moment. Moment by moment our day is renewed. Hallelujah. He said, for our light affliction, which is but for a... Anybody know what it says? 
a moment. Whatever you're going through, the Apostle Paul reminded us that it is just a light affliction that's going to last for just a moment. It said it worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at things which are seen, but at things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Some of you are engaged and some of you are not. And I don't care to get in your face no more. I'm telling you right now. If you refuse the gospel, you refuse the moment that I'm trying to bring to you right now, you will never forget this moment. Because if you don't make it to heaven, you know what you're going to do? There's one thing you will not lose in hell. You will always remember every sermon you ever heard preached. Everybody that's ever witnessed to you the gospel. Every person that's ever told you that you can be better and you can do better if you'll let Jesus help you. You'll never forget those moments. Amen. And you may be thinking, I'm tired of hearing you, preacher. I smell the pizza downstairs already and I want some pizza. That's my moment is to fill my belly. I'm here to tell you, if you pass this moment by, all these moments that God has got for you, you pass them things by, I promise you, you will never forget this moment. Amen. Especially if you're connected. Especially, and I know most of you right now are listening to me. Your eyes are connected with me. I can see that you're feeling and hearing. You may not be uh, hearing it totally, but you're, you're hearing what I'm saying right now. And you're recognizing that if I don't take advantage of every moment that God's got for me. And bringing this to a close today, I'm going to tell you what I mean about living for the moment. When I feel like God began to give me this yesterday while riding on my mower, my mower, the moment is not a selfie of you in your best pose or in that dangerous situation. It's not our finest hour. It's not our worst hour. It's not our most accomplished things that we want to see in this life. But our moment is contained in our opening text today. I want you to hear this again. Can, can you give me that over there, Brother Jimmy? Look at it. Can you read it with me? It's, it's good. We can read it. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed in a moment. Listen to me. Hear me. We shall be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. We shall be changed. There is a moment that's coming that we're going to be changed. How that body's hurting right now, Brother David. There's going to come a time when Every moment of your life that you've been preparing for this moment right here. Today, my message is simply this. Living for the moment is not this moment. It's not this moment. But it's that moment. Amen. Put that back up there. It's not this moment. Now this moment is going to affect that moment. Amen. But the moment that I'm living for, I'm living for the moment. 
not this moment right now, but I'm living for that moment. Amen. That, that one too. My whole family saved and welcome to God. <laughs> A good save, right? Amen. That's what I'm living for. I'm living for the moment that I'm changed. What do you mean, brother? I'm living for that moment when I'm not hurting no more. I'm not having to deal with depression. I'm not having to deal with anxiety. I'm not having to live. I'm not having to, uh, to deal with. Uh, uh, I'm just going ahead and say it. Saints that don't want to live for God. Amen. I don't have. I won't be having to worry about uh, praying for this circumstance and that circumstance because all the moments is leading me to that moment. I am living for the moment. And every moment that I live is for that moment. Everything that I do is for that moment. The way that I, the reason I pray is for that moment. The reason I come to the house of God is for that moment. The reason I love God and worship God is for that moment. The reason I try to be nice to somebody instead of punch them in the nose is for that moment. The reason, hallelujah, I come and I, I, I pour my heart out and I preach and, and, I, and I try my best to help people make heaven is for that moment. Amen. It's the reason when I leave here in just a little bit, I'm going to go to Sturgis and I'm going to preach this same message. Amen. So if you, if you want to hear it again, go with me. And I promise you it won't be the same. I promise you it won't be the same. It'll be different because that's a different group of people. It's a different people, but they, we still need to understand we're living for that moment. Amen. And every moment of this life that we live is for that moment. And when we live for the moment, only for that immediate time, all you're going to get is a reward from this world. Oh, you might have a video that will have thousands and millions of likes. And you may get your YouTube channel with the followers of hundreds of thousands that can make you a lot of money. Hallelujah. And that would be cool. I'd love to be able to. That would be my, uh, uh, my secondary job. That, that I'm making money by fishing and then rolling in fish. And everybody said, oh, wow, he's a good fisherman. But that can't be what I'm living for. I'm living for this moment, for the twinkling of an eye. I'm living for the moment when... All this life is changed. Amen. I don't have to worry about the stuff that I worry about right now. Come on, folks. I know it's not easy. Oh, but you're a pastor. You've been in church all your life. Yeah, I have. It don't make me exempt from heartache and trouble. Don't make me exempt. I fight hell just like everybody else fights hell. My hell's just different than your hell. And your hell's different from mine. But I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. I'm fighting to stay out of hell and I'm fighting to make heaven my home. Because if all we ever do is live for the moment that you're going to receive glory right now, then all you're ever going to get is that glory of right now. But if I'm living for that moment, I'm living for the moment when my body is changed, when that trumpet sounds, hallelujah. And whether you believe it or not, Jesus is coming back, and he's coming back very soon. And there will be a trumpet. And if your body doesn't change, then it's going to burn. He will change, but instead it's going to burn. And you know how it's going to work? Your flesh is going to burn off your body. And you're going to keep on burning. 
You're going to be miserable. You're going to hear this sermon over and over. You're going to hear every other sermon that you've ever heard over and over and over. And the only moment, hallelujah, that we that matters today is that final moment. But it takes all the moments leading up to that moment. Every moment of our life is supposed to be preparing us for the moment that Jesus comes back. There is a heaven. There is a hell. Bethany, can you come, honey? Somebody take him. There is a judgment. Jimmy, I need you. Let him take him. I need you, son. There's a moment. Every one of us. Not right now, babe. You got away. Come on, honey. We're going to pretend that just Jesus today, okay? Just right there. The Bible said that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. Whether you want to bow to him or not, when you stand before Jesus sitting on the throne, guess what you're going to do? You're going to hit the ground. And you're going to have to confess that he's Lord of Lords. And you may not think that you're going to do it, but everybody sitting in this building today, you're going to stand before Him because every one of us, this is the moment that we're living for, that we're standing before Him, the throne room of judgment. And God is going to judge you based on your deeds. And God is going to judge you whether you've been born again of the water and of the Spirit. And every moment, he's, the Bible said, you will stand account for every idle word that you say. Not right now, baby. Leave her alone, okay? Hear me. Go ahead, move. Come on, no, you're over here, girl. Come right on over here, man. Get right there. This is not your brother right now. This is you're you're looking at Jesus right now. Because what are you? Fourteen? No matter if you're fourteen or not, baby. You're gonna stand and you're gonna be drove to your knees before Jesus. And you're gonna have to stand and account. For the moment you're in right now. Because everyone in this place today, you're being held accountable. You may think, I'm unaffected by what you're preaching today. You may be unaffected, friend, but you're still going to be accountable for what I'm preaching. And here's, here's the scary part, sweetie. Grab your baby and bring her. Come on, trust me. Go ahead. Grab your baby and bring her. Because right now, this baby here is not accountable because she's too young. But guess what? Right now you're accountable for her and you. And you're going to have to do the same thing. And if God comes back before this baby is old enough to be accountable, you not only will stand accountable for you, but also for her. Because how you raise that girl the moments that you live in your house, baby, is going to matter what she does. Go ahead. And you may be sitting here today thinking, I'm enjoying life. I'm going to live it like I want to live it. You go ahead. You live for the moment that's now. This is the only heaven you're ever going to know. Heaven. This is the only heaven you're ever going to know. You think 
check how hard it is sometimes right now, enjoy it. Because, baby, this is all you got. This is all heaven you're going to see. But if we live every moment of our life for eternity, we live every moment of our life for that verse, the moment in the twinkling of an eye, I shall be changed. Because here's the thing. Go ahead, Jimmy. Put it back up there. Here's the thing, okay? If you're not ready to meet Jesus and He comes back, this verse does not apply. You will not be changed. You know what you'll do? If you're standing beside of me or my wife and we're ready to go to heaven and you're talking to us, it don't matter if it's mid-sentence, they're gone and you're standing there by yourself. That moment that she has lived for all her life has been fulfilled. We shall all be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye. I'm telling you, I don't like to say God spoke to me, but I feel like I heard from God yesterday as I was mowing the yard and I heard Brother Barsati begin to preach that sermon talking about now and begin to talk about that moment. All of a sudden, I left that sermon and God began to minister to me, Sister Penny, and make me realize that everything that I do, every moment that I live is leading up to this moment. And if I'm living for the moment of here and now, baby, you better enjoy it because that's all the reward you're going to get. You better hope you get a thousand or a million likes on your Facebook post or, or whatever you're doing because sweetie that's all the rewards you're ever going to get but let me tell you what if you struggle through them things sometimes you're going to have you're going to have great times you're going to you're going to have great things happen to you in your life but you're not it doesn't matter if you lose your house or lose your car or, or you lose your spouse or this happens or that happens you realize it's not about this life it's about eternity I'm living for that moment Close with this. As Jesus stood before the crowd, Pilate brought Jesus before them. They cried out, We don't want Jesus. Give us Barabbas. You know that story? He gave them a choice. Look, it's, it's my responsibility to, re to release one of the prisoners. So I'm going to let you choose between Jesus or Barabbas. Who do you choose? You know what they've done? They said we choose Barabbas. You know what Barabbas means? It means confusion. They chose confusion over the bread of life. And then once they chose that, you know what? Pilate said, then what do you want me to do with Jesus? So what I'm asking you today, what are you going to do with Jesus? What are you going to do with this moment that I am given right now? I'm not God. Jenny's not God. Appreciate him portraying that. It's not judgment today. That's a beautiful thing. Today, not this moment, is not judgment, but it could be when you walk out the door. What if we came right now to move this service? And all the people that was born again and ready to meet heaven disappeared. If you're talking about a mic drop, what would you do if all of a sudden I'm back here amongst you and go? 
some more moments like this one. 